Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. This is your girl, Kayla Monet, aka The Little Black Beetle, and you are tuning in to Beetle Talks. On today's episode, we are going to discuss how to start and organize a mass movement, okay? So I know I talked about, um, on a couple episodes before, um, I want to say like episode four or five, um, I was like talking about, you know, the process I went to, how we are not as organized. So, and there's a, you know, you, you got the uh, solutions, you know, so what's your answers? Like, you know, you, you can state the problem about how we're not organized, but, you know, no one ever come up with the solutions or what to do. So I'm here to do that because I'm not one of those conscious persons to talk, 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 talk. I like to get solutions and I like to get things done, okay? So on my lovely gyre board here that I organize, my sources are from a couple of books. Um, one is A Struggle to Constant Freedom by Angela Davis. Um, I took a couple of points from Hood Feminism. Um, and also, too, speaking of Hood Feminism, I'm going to be able to discuss that on another podcast. So stay tuned with that. Okay. So. First things first, of starting a mass movement. The goal is intersectionality, which is bringing issues together and finding a common connection. Okay, so with that is develop analysis that goes beyond understanding of individual acts of racism. And this is why we need demands that go beyond the prosecution of the individual perpetrators. So what that means is we cannot find um, an individual racist. Like there's no face of racism, right? So what we need to do is take the individuality of it and look in, look into the structures of it. So yeah, you know, it's, it's uh, for example, when we talk about racist cops and police brutality, you know, I'm not saying we we should not hold these racist cops or any person who commits any racist act of crime accountable. Yes, definitely hold them accountable, but also to look at the structure of why they're committing these actions, right? So if you're looking at the police department, let's look at police training, okay? Let's look at what uh, these people are taught. Because one thing about racism is we're too busy trying to look for, we're trying to identify a racist. No, we're trying to identify the structures that are embedded into the system that we are trying to change and break. So that is breaking the foundation and and rebuilding. Next, uh, what like I just stated before, take ways in which racism is embedded in structures. Okay, so racism is so embedded that is in our everyday lives that we don't know is in housing and education it's in the criminal justice system etc 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 literally it, it may not be out open into your face but there is little things that happen um there's little tiny little trinkets little things and sayings that involves racism especially like or assimilation like when it comes to black people and um naming the children you know stuff like that or code switching um, you know, denouncing your blackness to try to make it in society or try to come off as less black or seem as non-threatening, right? Hello with my locks. First thing people see me, oh, you're radical. So, 
structural connections the structural connections which is the foundations of the mass movements which is intersectionality common connections bringing issues together and structural connections so you know let's look at you look at police look at police and the militarization of the police right let's look at that in different other countries um palestine and israel is a perfect example of that because they actually use the same tactics and similar training that we use in the u.s so you know we also can look at a global aspect and how these things you know it's like a domino effect so how these things you know come together at the end develop organizing strategies that people identify with a particular issue as their issue okay one thing when we get when we always stand stuck is with organizing is people uh, first thing people ask is what that what does that have to do with me right or if it doesn't happen to you personally um people think there is no issue for an example i know a brother who thinks that black men don't have it hard in america because he himself has not been personally brutalized by police or any person of the structure and and you know getting to know him and looking at his environment where he grew up he grew up as a non-threatening black he's a good he's a good old boy and i hate to say it you know he's one of those black people that are like you know so as white people say, oh, he's a good one, you know? So when it comes to issues, a lot of people always feel like, well, this don't have nothing to do with me, so I don't, I don't have to deal with it. So one thing to help, to help get people organized is how, bring up an example or find something similar or find something, find something in a way to help somebody identify with that issue. So make it seem like, make, make their issues also their issue right break down to okay so he feels like there's no brutality against black men but you know you know it explained to him the the structures of different neighborhoods you know because for his environment it's not he doesn't get that but you know look at all these look at the next neighborhood over you know see see what's going on there because you can walk in that neighborhood and then they'll treat you the same way you know, so make people feel like their issues that their issues. A lot of people don't want to be talked to. They don't want to make it seem like, oh, what they're, one thing we do need to not do is make it seem like that someone, what they're doing is wrong. We don't want to do that because that's what, what will turn people away. So another thing, when talking about struggles, raise parallels and similarities in other parts of the world. So, yeah, we're focused on black people in America, but let's talk about people of color all over us. Because, you know, this black is not just black people in America. Let's look at how black people are being treated in Europe. Let's look at how black people are treated in, in, in Latin America and South America. Let's look at people, how black people are treated in Asia or people, other people of color, darker skin tones. And we can all make that common ground, make it that connection. Because one thing that we do need to focus on is solidarity. And that is how we will start our mass movements and get our demands to be heard. Because we got their attention. They can be, you know, they're doing everything else but right now. Yes, take, take down statues. That's good. Yes, hire black actors to play black characters, um, voice actors. Yes, 
you know, showcase, you know, more documentaries on that. Thank you, Netflix and Hulu. Yes, showcase these documentaries. Yes, let's educate people. That's one thing that people do lack is education and lack of knowledge. And that's why people are ignorant, too, as well. Thank you. Yeah, paint all these murals all you want to. But let's not forget forget the issue. And the issues are, let's look at, we, let's look at, um, how police are being trained, not just in the U.S., but also too globally. Let's look at um, these laws, these laws that discriminate against black people and other persons of color, too, as well. Let's look at these laws. Let's look at, you know, yeah, police reform. Let's look at all these issues. Y'all doing everything but a miracle. Because let's not forget the constitution of of this country. Black people had no say in it. So let's, I think we need to evaluate some of these laws, and that's what the fuck we need to do. And let's, you know, compare and contrast about what's going on around the world and see how they're all similar. Because we can definitely make changes solidarily and globally. Okay, another thing. Um, eradicate ourselves from narrow individualism and thinking. So... We all, one thing about this, we always think about self. Okay, yes, it's good to think about self, but also, too, we are definitely together stronger as a unit. We all have different ideas. We don't all have to agree, but we definitely need the same idea. Okay? So these are, and then lastly is changing the narrative. Okay? Let's change the way how people think about us. We need to definitely put our more voices in media because the media definitely has a great way of making the innocent look guilty and the guilty look innocent. And look and look at let's look at the faces in media. It's not a lot of black faces or other persons of color. We are too busy let we are too busy letting other people tell our story. Okay? And they're not telling our story the right way either. So these are my just little steps of, you know, the foundations of a mass movement. And definitely email me, hit me up, email me at blackbeetletalks at gmail.com. Definitely DM me at underscore beetletalks underscore. Or you can get my personal page, underscore little black beetle, because we can definitely come together for solidarity. And I'll definitely type these up and put them on the blog website if you need to. Um, so these are just my little steps of uh, starting and creating a mass movement and the steps that we need to take to get our demands heard, okay? And we need, and also too, another a couple of things that I do want to talk about as well. Just you know, for just black people as a whole and, you know, other ways of how we can just come together and get our demands heard and get these changes. Because I'm telling you now, telling you now, it is 2020 and this shit is going to end with us. It's going to end with us because I'm not even 30 and I'm fighting the same fight that my grandmother, my mother, my great-great-grandmother, come on, since 1850, out this war, we should have been. We this this shit should have ended the 1850, but when we had radical um, reconstruction after slavery. But you know the KKK was trying to have it, okay. And that is another thing too, as well. Um, we need to 
we need to fully embrace ourselves okay we need to understand that whiteness as a construct would never approve of us and that approval of white supremacy um is nothing that we or any of our community in our community should not be seeking okay we should not be trying to worry about how white people see us we shouldn't be worried about how they think of us well we our biggest thing is we need to we're too busy worried about what they think and how they receive us instead of protecting ourselves and this is why they're out here killing us to killing us in the fucking streets okay we need to protect ourselves we need to think about ourselves number one we need to care about how we see each other and how we see ourselves okay we need to be we need to understand that there's no one definition of blackness okay um we're we're we're, we're trying to prove that we're trying to prove to white america that black people are worthy and are worthy of full citizenship and that is counterproductive that is a losing proposition we need to worry about what we see we need to prove to ourselves that we are worthy because we are black people i'm telling you we are a great oh my god we are a race we are beautiful we are not a little okay we trying to look like the respectable black and that's going to limit our scope of opportunities and it's going to limit our for our community to to um to thrive any system that ties our rights to getting the entire black community to assimilate isn't interesting in inequality much much equity okay they want us to assimilate to their to their uh to their life what they see seek is right and that's not the case okay it's counterproductive we need to like i said malcolm x and deeper self understand ourselves okay we need to be willing to embrace the full non-autonomy of black people okay um we need to understand that there are people who are less privileged they talk to, to us about these imaginary bootstraps how you gonna pull somebody up by their bootstraps and they don't have boots another thing to all my bourgeoisie black people status and class status and class and education does not make you a better black okay one thing about us that we forget that there are people who don't have the same opportunities as us okay and my dad like for example my dad was like well people need to be more educated but how can you teach somebody education if you don't have education yourself and that's one thing that we do lack like i can give me an example me and this girl grew up on the same block right both raised by single mothers but my mother was college educated my grandmother was educated and she pushed my mom education my mom pushed me to education the other girl her mom wasn't educated and her mom wasn't educated so what they grew up on was survival okay they they the streets was what they knew and that's and she still that with her daughter she wasn't really taking care of her she kind of just you know pushed her daughter out to well to take care of herself take herself and at the end of the day she ended up being neglected she was being molested by her mom's boyfriends and she was being neglected at home nobody was no one taught her how to uh taught her proper feminine hygiene no one taught her uh she wasn't taught to how to take care of herself and you know coming into womanhood and how she got into womanhood was in a tragic way and we grew up on the same block same neighborhood both raised by single mothers 
but you never know what's going on in in people's houses because we are people quick people are always quick to say well i'm from the hood i made it out blah 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 i did this this is that but you gotta understand a lot of people don't have those same opportunities also a lot of people don't have that same mindset because that's all they know and some people are definitely scared of change or scared of rejection especially if your whole life you've been told that you're stupid blah blah blah. so when it's time to take that leap you are scared so we need to we need to also too understand that there are people who are less privileged than us we need to understand that equality means making access um to opportunity easier we need to understand that we shouldn't decide who deserves what for example when it comes to like pay oh well the emts get paid for it it's because you're an emt and this person making it at mcdonald's what makes you think that just because they're working at mcdonald's that they're not less worthy to live above the poverty line what makes you think because oh, they work at mcdonald's they, they they don't deserve to take care of their family they don't deserve to eat definitely need to get out that mindset okay um we need to be less connected with appearances and be more connected with solutions, okay? We are so quick to leave all the deep blacks are unworthy, all the ratchet, the poor, the ghetto. No, all of us need solidarity. All of us. And we definitely just get that out of our minds. Um, we need to understand that there are definitely people less fortunate than us, and we should not put point our noses down at people because you don't know their life story. You don't know their situation. You don't know how they grew up, and you don't know where they came from. We all have a story. We all made it through some type of struggle, and we should not be looking down at each other. Lift as we climb, okay? As we climb up, we should not forget about the people who are struggling who can't lift up. So the people who do make it out, we need to also to go back and lift up the people who feel like they can't get out or they can't find a solution. Find a solution. We need, like to say, giving back to the community instead of just leaving our community down there to fend for themselves, knowing that it's not proper resources, knowing that there's no money pushing through the community, knowing there's no quality healthcare. And if there is healthcare, it's always poor quality because how this country looks at poor people. And we definitely need to get that out of our mindset. We need to change to talk about, we need to change how we talk about blackness, how we talk about poverty and people who inhabit those and who are people who have it and who, people who have, um, who really have this access and opportunity, okay? Um, we need to stop worrying, like and I said this before, we need to stop worrying about what white supremacy think of us because fuck what they think, okay? And we also, too, we need to understand that there's not just one type of blackness, okay? It is, it, it, it's, it's really hard to define blackness because, you know, we created everything, we're here. You know, you got your black rockers and punks and, like, you know, alternative black whatever. But we need to not point our nose and look down on each other. And we need to lift as we climb and help each other out. And I'm ready to start this movement, okay? I can show you, I can show you once again this lovely, lovely giant race board that I took the time out to do. And we have to... Focus on our main goal that I radiate again, intersectionality, common connections, bringing issues together, and structural connections, okay? 
So this is just a quick episode, just a little bonus episode that I wanted to do on how to start a mass movement, bringing together, coming together and finding the solutions. If you have any more ideas, this is a collective. And I want everybody to join in with me on this fight because, you know, it's not just me, it's we. Okay, we are stronger as a unit and keep up with these protests. Okay, don't put keep applying pressure. Okay, yeah, they they taking down these statues, they doing all this, but it's not enough. They need to change the laws because when we have kids, they're not going to be still talking about this same shit. They're not going to be fighting this same shit. This is going to end with Gen X, Gen Z, and millennials. Okay, this is ending with us now because we're this is this we're gonna cut this cycle it's not going to be a, a gen, it's not going to be keep going happening generation to generation every couple every 20 or so years no this is not happening at all i'm not i'm definitely teaching my kids but my i don't want my kids having to protest and fight these same battles that we should have gotten years ago okay it ends now and i have some steps but i can't do this by myself okay we are a collective Okay, but that is it for my, I don't want to call it a crit rant, but my discussion. Um, I have some episodes, great episodes coming soon. Um, and not, and surely, slowly but surely, you will hear Beetle Talks on your streaming platforms like Google Play, Apple, uh, Apple Podcasts and then all your other streaming websites. I'm going to be up on YouTube soon, so stay tuned. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for lending me your ear. This has been another episode of Beetle Talks. This is your girl, Kayla Monet. Peace and blessings, y'all. One.